Cheers, everyone. Thank you for joining me. I am Dave Brown, and this is the New Populist. Well, in one of my recent videos, I discussed China and China's growing influence in the world. They recently brokered this deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran to resume diplomatic relations, and they put forward a plan, a peace plan, to bring an end to this Ukraine-Russian war that was immediately dismissed by the West. Now, of course, the West does not want peace. They want Russia destroyed. They want to see the fall of Vladimir Putin. And when the Russian Federation has completely collapsed, they want to jump in and pick apart the bone. So China, thank you, but no thank you. Take your plan and go away. Now, while China has been ignored by the West, um, as far as this peace plan, there was another influential country that has been relatively quiet, and that country is India. Now, Washington, D.C. would like India to do more with regards to Russia, but so far, India has said no. And there are a couple of uh, big reasons why. And in a recent NPR article, they bring up these reasons. So I want to read this article and then break down further why India is not getting involved in this Russia-Ukraine war and why they are not going along with these uh, Russian sanctions. And the article is titled, A Year Into the Ukraine War, the World's Biggest Democracy Still Won't Condemn Russia. In the year since Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine, Western democracies have condemned, Russia, uh, condemned Moscow, slapped wide-ranging sanctions on it, cut back on Russian oil and gas, and sent unprecedented amounts of arms and ammunition to help Ukraine defend itself. But the world's biggest democracy, India, hasn't done any of that. India has solidified ties with Moscow, Prime Minister Narendra Modi met with Vladimir Putin in September and called their country's friendship unbreakable. He did tell the Russian president, it's not a time for war, but a year on, Modi still refuses to assign blame for the violence and has voiced more concern over the spike in global food and fuel prices triggered by the war. Meanwhile, as Europe eschews Russian oil and gas, India has doubled down on buying Russian oil at bargain prices, much to Washington's chagrin. And India continues to place orders for Russian-made weapons. So here in the article, they point out two main reasons. One, that India gets Russian-made weapons. And more importantly, they're getting cheap Russian oil. Now, what's funny is that the West loves to talk about green energy. We need solar. We need wind. We need to get away from these evil um, fossil fuels that is destroying the planet. Yet, yet, when you look at GDP and you look at oil consumption, there is a direct relationship. So, for example, the United States, our economy our GDP is $23 trillion, but every day we consume 18.7 million uh, barrels of oil, 18.7. The EU, their economy, $14 trillion. 
they also consume over 18 million um, barrels of oil every day. China, their economy, almost 18 trillion. They consume uh, 16 million barrels a day. Now, what about India? India, their GDP, $3.176 trillion, and they consume 4.8 million barrels a day. So if India ever wants to catch up with the United States, with China, the EU, they simply have to consume more um, more oil. There's no way around that. And India has the, depending on your source, the 21st, the 23rd, the 26th largest oil reserves, which honestly isn't that much compared to the size of their country, their population, and where they want their uh, economy to go as far as their GDP. So they need oil. They don't have it. And Russia is the second biggest oil exporter after Saudi Arabia. Now, for us in the West who have tons of oil, who have a developed economy, we can afford to some extent play this game with Russia as far as their sanctions, especially the United States. Although a country like Germany, um, they have been hit pretty hard economically because of this uh, lack of Russian oil and gas. But even more so, a country like India, they have over 200 million people living in poverty. They need economic development in order to take these people out of poverty. And they cannot do it without oil. And Russia has a lot of it. And uh, India needs it. And this is where your the head of India, Modi, he's not America first. He's not NATO first. He's not Europe first. He is India first. He needs to take care of his people. And so he says the sanctions on Russia... We're not playing this game. We can't afford to. We need to take care of these 200 million people still living in poverty. And the only way you can do that is to increase your oil consumption and grow your, your gross domestic product. So this war, this war of Russia, these sanctions against Russia, this is really the rich man's game. This is, uh, you know, transatlantic, uh, Western Europe, United States geopolitics. And the rest of the world is saying, we're not interested. China's not interested. Uh, India's not interested. Uh, Africa's not interested. South America's not interested. The only countries are playing this game, again, is the uh, European Union, the United States, Australia, and, say, Japan. But even now, Japan is starting to waver a little bit. So uh, good for India to say, we're not playing this game. We're not going to harm ourselves so that neoconservatives... In Washington D.C., living in million-dollar homes in uh, on the uh, in Northern Virginia, can have their game won for them. India saying, "No, thank you. This is your problem. You guys deal with it, and we're going to continue to grow and try to bring our people out of poverty." So for India, good for you guys. Continue to ignore uh, Washington D.C. and do not play this game and hurt your citizens by trying to sanction Russia an important uh, importer of gas to your country. So good for you. Well, that's it for now. Um, if you are new to this channel, please like and subscribe, and I'll see you next time.